Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Jack, and this is episode five of my daily audio vlog series. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in today. Let's see what's running through my mind. Let's see what comes through, see what comes up, and see where we ramble on to. I was just thinking about community. I was thinking about my integration process into the house that I'm living in right now, because I'm feeling really calm and really at peace and really enjoying the space with the other five people that I'm living. But this hasn't always been this way. <laughs> the first couple of months were quite intense. There was a lot of, because when you don't know people, you're going into a space to co-live, to, co to share common spaces. Um, you don't really know them. It's like when you're shat, oh, shat flaring. <laughs> flat sharing <laughs> when you're flat sharing and you go in and you're like you're open and you're you know you want to make it work and there's this willingness from all sides but there's still a process to go through together right because you still need to get to know each other you need to know you need to get to know each other's boundaries each other's likes and dislikes and you know you, we, we work each other out over time and then once we've got through that process then we can connect then we can spend time together if we want or we can respect each other's just space being on our own whatever it is we decide that the dynamic is but my first month two months in the house in Gozo with with the lovely people that I'm living now was really really intense I mean I've couch surfed work away you know slept on people's couches friends houses from place to place but it's only been short periods of time you know week two weeks a month I think three months is probably the max I've spent in a in a flat share you know because it gets to a point where I need to leave because it gets to that 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 um, moment of friction that needs to be dealt with it's this this idea of escapism again you know you're in a job or you're in a house share or you're in a situation a relationship and it's getting really difficult really there's a lot of friction you don't really know what to do both sides are like a bit lost in what's happening and patience is getting very thin and the easy way out is to say you know what I'm gonna change my job I'm gonna move on to my next project I'm gonna do this do that that's the easy way and it's so easy nowadays to change right there's so I got to the point where I felt that I had so much opportunity that I would interview my employers rather than them in, in interviewing me. You know, it's like, you know, I'm like, ah, uh, is this restaurant or is this place that I'm having this interview with, do they have the right environment for me? You know, do I like this employer? You know, it's like shifted totally the opposite way where the employers have become vulnerable to this world of opportunity. And that's something that I, when I've been working in places and having a really young team, um, I've tried to communicate to my, let's say, bosses or superiors that you need to really look after your staff nowadays. And it's not about cuddling them and spoiling them, but it's about taking into account that you don't have that leverage anymore. You don't have leverage over them in, in the way that people did before, you know, when there was limited opportunity, limited jobs, and people lived in, let's say, even more fear than today of losing their job 
which still happens of course but more and more people are waking up to the the fact that the world is a small place now you can go from country to country job to job without really anybody knowing you in each country and start again you know you can start over and over again and that's what i've been doing and it's fun you know because you reinvent yourself you recreate um although it can become superficial of course because as i was saying yesterday when you commit to something you go deep you go through them times of friction and then you come up to an even brighter side you know and it just gets brighter and brighter and it gets darker and darker as well <laughs> but you go deep you know you really i don't know you you it gives a purpose to your life i think because when you're renewing restarting so when you finish something you you're blank again so you go through these phases of having a purpose you're you know you've got this job or you're in this relationship and or you're in this house or you're living in a country and you're involved in a project and you feel driven you feel like there's something happening in life and it's worth waking up in the morning it's a car coming by sorry and and then you decide to change right and in that moment of change all of that structure of purpose that's been driving you suddenly dissolves and you're left with nothingness again and this can be a relief it can be freeing to begin with but then you can be left with a sense of emptiness looking for the next uh, job opportunity project relationship culture to explore new you know traveling uh, to a new country so there's there's always there's there's always two sides to everything right nothing's you know, you've got this this idea that being a digital nomad is paradise and the dream world and everyone's selling it everyone's selling courses on how to become a digital nomad yeah it's cool it's uh it's beautiful but it's not all good it's not all roses you know there's a lot of um shit to deal with just as the people that live at home and don't move you know there's there's this idea i mean that's marketing isn't it someone comes across this new lifestyle or we have as a collective come across this new lifestyle thanks to the infrastructure that's available and you can spin it and market it in a way that it sounds like some the, the, that one thing that everybody's been looking for you know to become this digital nomad that can work whenever they want from wherever they want and have this passive income and bloody bloody blah and what i've learned obviously before it became a thing before being a nomad and being in this freedom this space of so-called freedom um became trendy and marketed like it is today i was living it i was experimenting with it and i can tell you that it's not what people make it out to be um and i've actually come to recognize and acknowledge the people that don't do it and actually commit to certain things in their life because i was all i was rejecting commitment a lot for years and i was like i don't want commitment i don't want responsibilities i don't want any ties i want to be free you know i want to be free i want to be able to do what i want when i want you know it's all about me obviously when you come in to live in a community or a group of people or you're traveling with like i started traveling with a friend and you're making decisions together this is group group uh, decision making it's not about you anymore it's about the we and there's a lot of letting go of yourself in them moments and i do believe and i do know 
I'm sure people know this themselves, that I'm very stubborn. I'm very, I have a very strong, let's say ego or I'm very easily changed, but when I'm in something, I'm in it, you know, uh, fully, fully. I'm like very black and white. Um, a lot of the time, if I want to experience something, I want to experience it fully. So, you know, when I was in this mode of freedom, anything that looked like a tie, I was, I would avoid it, you know, which allowed me to experience that, um, lifestyle, but it also brought about this sense of superficiality in my life, this lack of depth, because when I, again, when I got to their moments of change, um, and then emptiness, I would be left with myself, which is the reality of life, huh? You are, you're born alone, you die alone. These commitments and relationships and, and projects and whatever we get involved kind of adds to that, to that uh, life journey and gives it a meaning, you could say. But life in and of itself doesn't really have a meaning. So when you're left in these moments of change, you're left with this abyss, you know? It can be quite challenging. It can be depressing sometimes, you know? So going deep, into commitment, which is also another form of freedom, as I talked about yesterday, is another experience. And I just love seeing both sides of the coin always. They do call me panda, but that's because I love hugs. But at the same time, the panda is the black and the white, right? So he's able to see the two sides of the same coin at the same time. And if you can, nobody can sell you anything. Because when someone's selling something, they're gonna be selling you something over something else. And there's always good and bad to everything. So at the end of the day, it's just different. It's not good, it's not better, you know? So we'll leave it with the yin and yang. That's quite you know, popular today. Today's world of spirituality. <laughs> no, I hope you enjoyed today. My rambles, we're getting up to the 10 minutes, so I'm gonna drop off now. Ah, have a lovely day.